Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time out of your busy day to spend with me. So today we're talking about the home services industry. Recently read an article that went like this. The U.S. home services industry is stronger than it has been in over 10 years. It is um, a $5 billion industry and growing. Unlike home sales and home construction, uh, which produce temporary boost to employment and economic growth, the home services market is a stable source And boy, do we love the word stable. I haven't seen a lot of that lately. The home services market is a stable source of economic activity that continues long past the sale of continued demand with sale with continued demand of services growing over time as homes require upkeep and maintenance. And folks, I love to share with you uh, industries that are using the business, uh, the franchise business model to help um, just grow not just the franchise, but also give people an opportunity to own their own business. And that's what we're talking about today. My guest today is Brad Fluke. He is the founder, president, and CEO of The Honeydew Service. I just love that name. And the Honeydew Services is a high-volume, high-profit, love high-profit too, pair and improvement franchise opportunity. It has been rated one of 100 top emerging franchises two years in a row by Franchise Gator. Please help me in welcoming Brad to the show. Hey, Brad, welcome to the show. Good morning, Linda. Thank you for having me. And boy, do I agree with everything you just said. Home (laughs) services is a great opportunity that is so stable. And I think that's what I've enjoyed the most out of it is that stability. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I tell you what, Brad, uh, probably 20 years or so ago, when I left corporate, I was in banking for 30 plus years. And when I left corporate and started to do a little bit of networking, uh, I noticed that any time there was a handyman that joined our networking group, he'd be there maybe six months and leave. And I thought, what the heck is going on here? Well, Brad, he got so busy that he didn't have time to network. So I've said all along, handyman service is definitely expanding, it's growing. Before we get into that too much, I want to hear about your background. I want to know where did Handy the where did the Honeydew um, company and the name where did all that come from? Well, ironically, twenty years ago was when it caught my eye as well. I am a young man, and that's a relative statement. But as I was a younger man, I have been 
chasing construction work to support my family. I would go all over the United States, build skyscrapers, bridges, whatever it took to be able to support my family. And my dad living back in Bristol, Tennessee, and I was in California, dad talked me into coming back home. I'd seen the world. I was getting older. My kids are getting more where they needed my uh, fathering skills. And I was tired of chasing work. So my dad started a handyman company, and I joined him. And very rapidly, I recognized this was what I was good at. I could go home and sleep in my own bed. I could be a little league coach. I could be a dad and still use my professional skills on a local level. And there was no one really polishing the business. Most of the one-man handymans are very unpolished would be a Mm -hmm. way to say it. And they didn't know how to become a businessman services. So I seen an opportunity and became a local handyman and remodeling firm, not a one man in a truck, mm-hmm. but a full business that was able to satisfy homeowners needs. And it just mm-hmm. didn't who I was. So mm-hmm. kind of how I got here. And, and, and so when you start, when you talk about starting a, a real business, not just like you said, one man in a truck and a hammer, um, you know, when you really started a business, where, where did it at some point, Brad, you must have said, oh, this is bigger than just me. Maybe I should be looking at the franchise model. Where did that get your attention? Well, that got my attention not in the beginning. I first got comfortable with being a businessman and no longer being a carpenter. And so that evolution was started hiring more teammates, learning about lead generation, learning about bookkeeping, learning about marketing, accounting, and all the things that a businessman must know. Took me about five years, and I became the local premier remodeler, uh, handyman and remodeler. And then I was sitting back looking very happy. I got a general manager, sales team, carpenters. Uh, the whole business had come together. But then I felt like I still got extra time. I want to continue growing, but the town I'm in just didn't offer any more growth. I'm definitely in rural America. So I started looking at ways to be able to share the knowledge and share everything that I had built and able to make a couple of dollars on all of that growth and the continued growth. So I looked into the franchising aspect, and what a great fit. We were able to take everything, all the systems, all the marketing, all the lead gen, all the tools that we had found to make us successful and start sharing them with other people that had the same passion, the same enjoyment that that I have and that I love about the industry that I'm involved with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Brad, there's so many people out there now that are – Um, maybe in a situation where they were part of a downsize, or maybe the company just completely shut down. Can you talk a little bit about what the services are that you guys offer to kind of give the listeners an idea of what does that market look like? What are the services that your Honeydew offers to their customers? Well, starting with the article you read there and sharing how stable it is, there's a couple of keys to make the home services stable for yourself as a contractor. 
You cannot be a specific trade. In order to keep the stability, you need to be able to do a plethora of different things. That is what will really bring you the stability so that you're not up and down and uh, you're slow in the winter, busy in the summer. So that's one of the things we brought to the Honeydew Service is that stability because we are doing plumbing, we are doing electrical, we are doing roofing, siding. We are a complete general contractor in the smaller construction space, handyman and remodeling. But we offer all the services at someone's home and a little bit of light commercial, but our light commercial is definitely the same thing of the handyman and remodeling. We just did a remodel of the uh, dressing rooms at Ross Dress for Less. So that's an example of the, the light mm. commercial. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about remodeling and when you're talking about these jobs, what size jobs um, are right in your wheelhouse? What are you looking for? Well, we are, as a Honeydew Service franchise, we're looking for several size jobs. We like to have a lot of service calls, one hour, come out, fix a quick leaky sink or mm-hmm. a clock toilet, but those quick service calls. But in order to staff those, you need electricians, plumbers, carpenters, or et cetera. So you need a couple of big jobs at any given moment. And for us, big might be ten to $20,000 type remodel. That bigger job, one at a time, allows you to have a full staff but still allows you to do a lot of the service calls. And we found that our sweet spot is really that two to $4,000 job. That is a laundry list of handyman or maybe a deck teardown, put a new deck in, uh, windows around the house, et cetera. So we're doing everything from a service call up to maybe a $30,000 remodel, which might be a full-on kitchen, and everything in between that. So as you're talking about this, Brad, I'm thinking, who are you looking for when you're looking at prospective franchisees? Now, like I said earlier, I came right out of banking. So if I'm looking at your Honeydew service as um, maybe one of the franchises that I'm considering, what are some of the skills you're looking for that would be a good match for a fran- as a franchisee? Well, ironically, not the ability to be a carpenter. We are looking for young men and women that want to run a business. So they, in order to run the business, they need to have the passion for the home improvement, passion for people. Uh, they should have a little bit of sales ability, not that the owner is going to actually do the sales, but to be an owner, you need to sell your business in general. Go to chamber meetings and network mm-hmm. your opportunities in the community. We are definitely looking for someone that wants to be part of their community. You need to enjoy helping people because that's what the service industry is really about. That key word, we are a servant to our client. So that's one of the first things we're looking for is recognizing that our client is our goal to satisfy their needs. Uh, so that's probably the biggest uh, thing I, I like to look for from there. We want to know that you have enough money to be able to move forward and own your destiny, which is not a lot of money. Our entry level is just a hundred grand so low cost when it comes to franchising. So yeah, that passion, the uh, experience of leadership, sales, 
that desire, that burning desire to help people. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we've agreed that I will be moving to the next step when it comes to being a Your Honeydew franchisee owner. So the next step is, what does your training look like for me, Brad? What should I expect? The process of getting to your grand opening is the first step is you would receive a startup guide. And one of our corporate teammates will walk you through the startup guide. That is your first 60 to 90 days. And that's kind of the business side of things, getting all your licensing general um, general liability, workers' comp, getting the business package together. And by the end of that process, you'll then be ready to come to Bristol, Virginia for two weeks of hands-on training that will walk you through all the tools that we have, understanding your marketing and your bookkeeping and all the different things you're going to need. Then you take that training back to your house. By the time you're done with those two weeks, your phone is already ringing, and you kind of have a soft opening. You've got your team in place. You start going to work. And about a month, month and a half after that, two corporate teammates will come to their location, spend another week. We know little things fall through the cracks, and we'll also train the additional teammates that have been hired. Then we do our hard opening, scissor cutting, uh, just really enjoy all that hard work. But then the business moves from the startup to you are up and running and hang on because we take you to where you would go yourself. It would take you three to five years to get where we're going to take you in the first three months. So mm-hmm. from then on, mm-hmm. you are a full-fledged contractor. Mm-hmm. When you talk about your team, what does that team look like, Brad? Well, our team is very top-notch. We have only hired experts in the industry, and not all of them are home service experts. They're experts in the field that they came from. So marketing, uh, we have a great leader, Chris Stewart, that has a full staff underneath him that is all about lead generation, all about understanding the uniqueness of marketing for contractors. There are a lot of places out there to market, but you've got to maximize that return on your investment. We're not going to go spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a month. We need to spend pennies to make mm-hmm. sure that we have that steady flow. From there, we have experts in QuickBooks. That is the bookkeeping software we're going to use. So you get full training on QuickBooks bookkeeping. We have, we're not their legal uh, representation, but we do have legal representation that will help from needing a lawyer. So guide Mm -hmm. them in uh, all things of writing a contract, uh, the sales process, uh, experts in production, experts with all the hands-on work that's actually going to be done. So uh, they do have privy to work with their CFO on the um, forward thinking of the money of the business. So all of, uh, all of the facets of your business, you have an expert with you. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned by the time they got back into their um, community, their territory, their phone would be ringing. Now, Brad, I know that you must clearly be doing something because just because I purchase a franchise doesn't mean my phone is going to start ringing off the hook. So what are your people doing in the background so that that phone will be ringing? 
Well, it is deep. It is extremely deep. It's extremely complicated, and that's one of the reasons someone would want to partner with a franchisor because right. doing doing that on your own very complicated and a very mm-hmm. slow roll. So with mm-hmm. having a full marketing department, as soon as someone signs your franchise agreement, we're already going to work for them and making that phone ring before they're even got a phone number. That really starts in today's world on the internet. So bringing their website up, funneling any uh, information to their local client base. You got your Yelps, you got a ton of exposure online. We manage the website for the franchisee, but each franchise also has the input to specialize it so that they can tell their own genuine story in their community. From there, there's a ton of other things that are already happening. You've got your thumbtacks, your Angie's List, all the other third-party lead generations, getting an education, getting up and running with them. Also, they're going to get an education on the fundamentals of marketing that will actually You've got to look at marketing as an investment in yourself, and you've got to understand what's the return on all of these things. There are a handful, which there were more, but there are a handful of things that we can get for less than a penny, and we want to maximize those. Some of those are simply using your yard sign in the neighborhood and knocking on the door on your way out. Hey, we did a job for your neighbor, just in case you're curious. These are the things that our franchisees will learn and be educated. Still there, Linda? I'm not sure if I lost Linda, but if we're listing, I tell you, the marketing in in general is much more than a small business owner can do by themselves. Typically, if you want to be successful, you're going to end up needing to partner with another agency to guide you through. Because if you're a home service expert, you're not a marketing expert. You're not an accountant. So working with a franchisor and in a franchise system, that brings all those tools together so that you can stay focused on what your local business is truly about. Well, Brad, I'm glad you hung on because I did lose connection. So I appreciate you being the professional you are to pick up where I left off. But one of the things that you said, Brad, that is so important, I want people to understand is that this marketing team, they have a wealth of knowledge. And if you are trying to do a mom and pop repair business, home um, handyman business, it will take you years to figure that out. And by figuring it out, that means it takes you away from building your business and doing the work. So that's what a franchise does. Brad, um, would someone expect to to have a storefront, a brick and mortar or a storage? What does that look like? Yes, we are a storefront business system, and the biggest reason, I guess two real reasons, as you become part of your community and you meet your client base, they need to have confidence that you are going to be here down the road. We're going to offer a one-year warranty on all of our craftsmanship, and in order to satisfy that, they got to know you're going to be here tomorrow and at least another year. So, yes, we're storefront because we're stable in our community. The biggest reason we became storefront is I learned right away. I started this in a barn in my backyard, and I never got a chance to balance my life. I was working constantly. Even after hours, the work was in my living room, and you just can't have the balance of life. Let's be honest. Success 
you've got to make money to be successful. But it's more importantly, the quality of your life. Success means I'm a good dad. I am a little league coach if I've got kids at that age. But my life, I don't live to work. I work to live. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the foundations of our franchise system. We are Mm -hmm. open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30, storefront location, not high retail. We don't want to pay that high cost. But we do want to be close to where our community is. So we want some exposure and really a home base so that we can put our heads around our business and also leave our business at work at the end of the day. Sure, absolutely. That is so important. So, Brad, um, for for everybody listening out there, I want you to know that this is um, November the 17th of 2020. Uh, Brad, we're still, uh, the pandemic is still a part of our life. It, I think it comes in and out and comes in and out. But tell me, how has um, this pandemic impacted your franchisees? Are you doing business differently? What, is, what does it look like? Definitely a unique year. And uh, this is kind of the second real challenge that our brand has actually been able to embrace. The first one was 07 and 08 when we hit our financial recession. All other contractors were in big trouble. Those were some of our best years. When we talk remodeling and handyman, this is a stable always industry. Now builders, not necessarily. Developers, not necessarily. Same thing here with COVID. We were deemed uh, essential almost immediately And ironically, as people have gone home to work from home, they're sitting around the house and they've been looking at that bedroom that needs to be repainted for months, but now they're there all day long. And they're saying, we've got to get this done. I can't live in my office this way. So we have been very stable. We were fortunate that in March, April, when everything really hit, we already had enough work to be stable. But as we've transitioned, We've actually picked up in our workload, which was a blessing. But I will say this. It's made us really look at ourselves closer. Uh, We've never been one to give an estimate over the phone. But today in our social distancing and what is appropriate and protecting ourselves and our clients, we've moved to be able to give a digital estimate. Talk a homeowner into or teach a homeowner how to flip their camera on, look under the sink, show me what you're talking about here. I can Mm. give an accurate estimate via a phone call now. We're also Mm. uh, practicing all of our COVID compliance. Everybody wears a mask and all that good stuff. And I think this stuff is here to stay. I know it's coming in and out, but I think there's going to be a residual here that lasts forever. And we're ahead of that curve. We're here to help everybody in a safe manner and protect ourselves. So it's really changed the landscape. And I think we've embraced it in a way that actually has helped us be more effective in um, just more aware of the business side. And we're actually more profitable today. Mm-hmm. I think also when you have those options for your customers, um, it lets them know that you care, that you want to make sure that everyone is safe and that you are on top of things. So all of that is really important when it comes to image as well. Don't you think, Brad? 
Absolutely. If you're going to be a top-notch group, you got to act and behave as much group. And ironically, as you say that, that's the part that I miss the most as my profession has grown to a franchisor. When I used to be in the trenches every day, at the end of a job, I would get a hug from Ms. Smith. Thank you so much for the work that's done. I miss that. But I'm very proud to say that now my owners are getting that, and they're sharing that back. And it's been a pleasure to watch some of these young men and women grow in the professions, grow as business people, watch them put their kids through school and buy that new car, buy that house, all from the information that we've been able to share and teach and train. I was kind of blindsided by how much satisfaction there was in giving back to the community and giving back to other people. So it's Mm -hmm. it's been uh, actually quite eye-opening. Yeah, yeah, very good. Well, I tell you what, Brad, I need to take a quick commercial break, uh, but I would love to hear those, some of those stories of the Mrs. Smiths out there. And um, do you have maybe a couple of stories you could share with us when we come back? Uh, I would love to share some of my stories, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. We're here with Brad Fluke. He is the founder of Your Honeydew Services. So when we broke for commercial break, Brad, you said you had a few stories you could tell. Before you tell those stories, if somebody's listening and they'd like to know more information about the franchise opportunity, um, where would they go? Where would they find that information, Brad? Yourhoneydew.com will supply you with all the information to understand what tools are available for our franchise owners, what that path of success looks like, and that's where your discovery process would truly start. Yourhoneydew.com. You are welcome to pick up the phone and call us at 866-HONEYDEW. And uh, everything is there. What's nice about franchising is it a very – in-depth process we don't sell businesses 
we award them and they need to be a good fit for each other. So take your time, enjoy the process, make sure uh, whatever franchise you buy fits your personality, fits your soul. It's something you will enjoy being. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That those are all good points. So um, Brad, you said you had a few stories for us. I'll tell you one just right off hand and People ask me all the time, what kind of work do you do the most? And we do a little bit of everything. But one of the most unique jobs I was ever asked to do is a lady called me and asked me, could I bury her horse? It was a very trying time for her, and she needed help. And absolutely, I can bury that horse. I have no idea what I was doing, but I am trained to figure it out real quick. And I got a backhoe. Mm -hmm. I dug a hole and did my whole workout deep and was able to take that anxiety away from her. Professional job for her and just help her through that trying moment. So that's one of those stories that we'll never, ever forget. You know, and Brad, it, that's a perfect example of you saying that you help people. You know, you help mm-hmm. people with um, things that are causing some anxiety for them that they don't know where to begin. I love that story because it's more than just a drippy faucet. Yes, it's everything around your home. It's also working with someone that you can trust to help you realize what your home is. Mm-hmm. You know, your home is your most valued investment. A lot of us, that's the most valuable thing we have financially, emotionally. This is where we exist. Mm-hmm. And not everybody really recognizes how to take care of their house. So when you partner as a client with Honeydew, sure, we want to work for you. But at the same token, we're here to educate you on what your options are, what the future of your home is, how long will that roof be in good shape, and how to prepare for being a homeowner. Mm-hmm. You know, Brad, many, many years ago, I'm I'm going back still probably 20, 25 years ago, um, I remember someone telling me then that there will come a time when a blue-collar worker will make as much, if not more, than a white-collar person that has an MBA. And so – because and I, I I believe that is because many people today don't know how to fix a drippy faucet. They don't know how to change out a light fixture, and really they don't care. My parents now they figured it out. They knew how to do that. But I, we're in a different time now, aren't we? We sure are, and it's amazing. A lot of times the things we're asked to do, the tools we have would cost you more as a homeowner to buy the tools just to get that leaky faucet or whatever your challenge might be. I mean, a table Mm -hmm. saw, a good table saw right now is $800. And if Mm -hmm. you just need three boards fixed on the front of your house, to buy the tools would be more than what we would charge Mm you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that story. So do you have a story of a a franchisee that, yeah, franchisee that you could share with us? Oh, I know all my franchises so well, and I have so many stories. Um, I'll tell you one that I really enjoyed here as of late. had a young man actually working for me and had come from swinging a hammer, became a foreman as a leadership of other carpenters, wanted to try his hand at sales, very communicative, so we gave him the education and took a shot on Rodney. A year into that process, he said, boss, I want to own my own franchise. And to watch Rodney go 
from a straight blue collar guy over three or four years to mature into someone that really wants to own his own destiny. And now he is in Asheville, North Carolina, and now he's got seven guys working for him and an office manager. And just to see the evolution of Rodney, that has been just a, a blessing and a, a, in my soul to feel good to be able to share and watch people grow their own life. Yeah, that's the equivalent of that hug from Mrs. Smith, isn't it? It sure is. Now, yeah, I could say yeah. that with so many of my owners. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. I, I love hearing that. Um, I tell you what, Brad, we're down to the end of the show here. I've got those final three questions. And the, the first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest they do to prepare for the process? Well, first thing I would suggest is take your time. Don't make a rush move. Take the time to do your due diligence. Partner with a franchise system that fits what your genuine goals are, what your skills are, and be honest with yourself and what you're good at, what you enjoy, and be willing to hire other people that will fill in the gaps for you. You're never going to mm-hmm. do everything, but be real with yourself. So that would be my first uh, suggestions take your time and do your homework mm-hmm. and partner with the right environment yeah most definitely that's that's important like you said um, take your time because this is an investment and it could be an investment of time so all of that needs to be taken into consideration when you're looking at this the second question here is what are two traits and I know you kind of touched on this What are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Well, for our franchise system, it is definitely you need to be a people person. You need to be someone that enjoys people Uh, because you are in the business of helping people. You're going to, our business is about people. So you've got to be a people person, be real with yourself. If you enjoy people, you might enjoy what we do. The other part of our industry is if you enjoy building things, you enjoy seeing the end result in a quick fashion, then we might be a good fit for you. But those are the two things that we really like. I think the third one though would be a little bit of salesmanship. Um, and not used car salesmanship. That's not the type of salespeople, but be someone that is willing to be in the sales role, whether it be at your chamber meeting or a local networking group, uh, but a little bit of salesmanship, um, passion of home improvement, passion of people, most importantly. Yeah, most definitely. The final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like, Brad? Well, I tell you, I really think franchising has really just started to get its true sea legs. We all know franchising by McDonald's and Burger King, et cetera, in the food industry. But I think our civilization, America, has realized what a great way to be a small business owner and have all the other tools that you're never going to be good at. Franchising Mm -hmm. is the one that actually allows that to come to fruition, whether it be a a lawn guy, a pool guy, even maybe a dentist. Uh, Be good at what your business is and allow yourself to surround yourself with other tools around you. So I think franchising has really just got warmed up. Yeah, I believe so, too. And in the last few years, I would say the last 
um, five to ten years, there have been more and more industries to embrace that um, that business model, the franchise business model, and that's very encouraging. Very encouraging. How else can you be a full fledged in production and in cost without that kind of support? So when you yep. partner with a franchise, you're in business immediately, not a slow time and learn on your own. You get all that on the front side. Yeah, that slow learning can be very costly as well, can't it? Yeah, a lot of folks don't make it through that process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're exactly what do they, right. What do they say, 80% of the business don't make it three years? Mm-hmm. And I and would say that's probably optimistic. Yep. Now, franchises are, uh, I think, just the opposite. I think they say 80 85% survive. So mm-hmm. it's because of that training and support and tools around you. Yeah, most definitely. Brad, it's been great having you on the show today. I've enjoyed the conversation. Uh, one more time, if someone is, if you piqued their interest and they're interested in your honeydew, where would they go find out more information? Yourhoneydew.com is where you will learn about ownership, and honeydewservice.net is where you can learn about the services you would render as one of our franchisees. So 866-HONEYDEW is also available, yourhoneydew.com, honeydewservice.net, or 866-HONEYDEW, whatever works for you. Wonderful. Brad, thanks again for being on the show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Let's plan on staying in touch for sure. Awesome, Linda. You have a great day. Talk to you soon. Okay, very good. So, folks, again, I want you to know that it is more than like, like Brad was saying earlier. It's more than just burgers and fries. It is uh, franchising is a great way to be in business for yourself but still have that team, that knowledgeable team behind you, whether it's marketing, accounting, legal. You heard Brad talk about some of his team. So as always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. It goes like this, dream big, start small, but most of all, start. Brad did. He had a big dream. He started small, but he started. That's what I would suggest that you do. Just start. That, that's, where it, that's where it all begins. It's right there. Thanks again, folks, for being with me on All Things Franchising, and we'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.